You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. It's time for the Geeks Pub. I'm Tim Robertson, joined by Ta- David Cohen. I almost I, I have no David, idea what it is. David, David Doan. Yeah. David Doan. It's your evil twin that has the thin little mustache. <laughs> Remember when they did that in movies? If they, if someone had like a little thin mustache, that was a bad guy. Or um, was it? Was it? I think it was that episode of Star Trek where they went to the mirror universe and everyone had the goatees. Yes, the goatees. Yes. Yeah, I mean the the little mustache obviously is a Hitler throwback. So uh, I guess that I think it was before that. Yeah. Yeah. Think of those silent films. They always had the, you know, the guy with the mustache and he would twirl it. Yeah, I I suppose it was probably just the easiest thing to put on an actor to make him look different. Yeah, probably. But yeah, the the mirror universe they always had mustaches or like slicked back hair. Or, yeah. That's old slick back hair is another thing. Yeah, anybody with slick back hair must be evil. Got to be evil guy. Um, I, that would be an interesting movie concept to have somebody who's a really nice person that looks like a superhero supervillain, and everyone always misjudges him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's really trying to do the nicest things ever, and everyone treats him like he's like he's a supervillain. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, hmm. You can have that. For it would have Hollywood. to be a comedy, have, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course, Hollywood wouldn't do a movie like that now because it's not tied to an existing franchise, so there's no chance of ever getting that off the ground. Yeah, it's kind of getting a little bit out of hand. I, I mean, I suppose Austin Powers was kind of riffing on that a little bit a little bit even though it was it was meant to be a uh, obviously a parody of james of bond james bond yeah and specifically goldfinger yeah but um but the thing is i would say that probably um dr evil is far more famous than austin powers is i would agree people think of those movies so they still do commercials and he plays that role yeah and there was somebody on tv in britain last night who was who was knocking off dr evil um, for that that thing, and nobody does has- Austin because he's it's a lame character. <laughs> it's just well, terrible. Yeah, to, be, to be fair, it was meant to be lame because it was meant to be James Bond, except he was diametrically opposite to what James Bond really was yes. like. So uh, you know, maybe uh, I you know the first couple of those films were great, and then they really went off the rails because he got too much into doing the stupid. I think I, I think I only watched the first one, and that was enough for me. <laughs> there was no unanswered questions left for me in the sequels no um speaking of sequels we have season two of our superhero movie yeah. competition last because just like hollywood we yeah. can't come up with, any come up with anything <laughs> well, this is kind of original i don't know anybody else done this <laughs> yeah but yeah it's original but we've done it already and now we're gonna do it again well yeah because there's a lot of movies the difference is this time both of us are wearing mustaches that's right. This is the evil one. I'll be honest, though. <laughs> looking at the entries this time, it's going to be way harder. Yeah. There yeah, is definitely. some. There's only a couple I would consider turds in here. Everything else is pretty good, so I, it's not going to be. Um, I'll be honest with you. After Google picked all the random ones for us last time, yeah. Captain America, the um, what was it? Um, the Winter Soldier. The, win- the Winter Soldier. I kind of thought that was going to win it because that was of all of those movies that was probably my favorite. Yep. Um, I can't really. Man, there's some really good ones in here. So, 
Um, we're going to get into that in a little bit, though. Um, first, did you see the article that Sony and Marvel are once again kind of at loggerheads because they would like to both do something different with Sony? Now, this is all rumor, of course. We're not hearing anything official, but quite honestly, you read the rumors and you go, yeah, that sounds exactly it rings very true. This is so. This is a tough one for me. Um, I don't know how good this site you got this link from is. Um, I don't read it, so I don't know what their hit rate is like. But the problem with rumors is that you know, it, the the guy who works in the post room can call them up and go. Well, I heard a rumor, and you know, I'm pretty. This pretty isn't well the only sourced. place I've seen this. I, I agree, and and you are you. I think the wider point is the one you just made, which is um, whether each specific is a right or wrong rumour, it kind of tracks with many of the things that we've observed from what's going on in Marvel. Um, and it, it also kind of tracks with the sort of things you expect from Sony, mm-hmm. which is one of those typical Hollywood movie companies where, oh, something has worked, we must do that again uh, as quickly as possible. The only um, thing may- Sony has done in the superhero genre in the last 10 years that has worked and in spite of themselves was the into the spider verse stuff the animation yeah yeah every single thing else they've done has been pretty bad yeah but the stuff they've done with marvel they've gone uh, well the, the the rumor here is is that the multiverse stuff which was was it the most successful of the spider man movies anyway it made them a ton of money yep you know they're going well we want to do that again we want garfield and we want Maguire back and we want to do a, a more three-way Spider-Man, um, and uh, of course Marvel are going. Well, we've we've done we, that. We did so that. It was very successful, want and we want yeah. to take this character now back to where it really should be, and that's a street-level vigilante. Which is exactly what the setup at the end of the last movie did, because nobody knows who he is. All right. So they um, they reset the character. Those three yeah. movies, that trilogy is the best spider-man out there it really yeah. is it's just yeah. fantastic because it takes him on an arc it yep. takes him on a journey and because um, tony goes out to him in in civil war and he's a street level guy with an atrocious costume yeah um, but he wins stark he wins sees the, the potential yeah. yeah this is this is he wins the lottery yeah he screws up winning the lottery because he's a kid and he doesn't know what to do with it yeah then big stuff happens and he thinks he's won the lottery again, and then he realizes he still hasn't learned anything. Yeah, and then finally he um, makes together with another guy who should really should know better makes more mistakes, and then he finally realizes through a period of reflection and some substantial loss that um, you know the, the, him winning the lottery is a bad thing. Yeah, and he needs careful to what walk you wish for. That. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and he makes a choice to do the right thing, even though it's going to cost him. And now he's back to square one. And so Sony goes, oh, yeah, let's ignore all of that. And let's just um, recreate those circumstances again, because it was awesome. Yeah. And and, yes, and it was awesome, but yeah, you can't do that again. Well, not only that, yeah, if they did it again, then it wouldn't be as awesome this time right. around. Because <laughs> well, if you're going to go that route again, you got to start small again. Yeah. And... Taking him, and I don't think they should go that route. At period. I don't want to see those three Spider Men meet again. Um, Garfield and uh, the other one can find that. That's fine. But no, not you know Holland. what? Sony, you know what? I'll tell you what Sony's pitching for. Sony's pitching for right. Okay, so we start with Garfield Spider Man, and he gets in trouble, and then he figures out a way to bring 
Tom Holland and Toby Maguire into his universe to solve his problem. That would be their dumb pitch. Yes. Well, I would imagine it, their dumb pitches. Look, we've built up um, all these characters now with the just released Madam Web, which was so bad. It's a joke. I haven't even watched it and I have zero desire. Yeah. Mobius, who I still haven't watched that movie because I've heard so many bad things. And, um, and then we have Venom, which was a mild success, but nobody really cares. Nobody really wants to see that Venom fight Spider-Man. Well, I think I think when people want to see that Venom, they want to see it on its own. They, I don't think they are saying, oh, well, you know what will make this better is have equipping Spider-Man there. Because yeah. they've unintentionally created the character in a way that um, he's carrying his own movie. He doesn't yep. He doesn't need... All that's going to do is, is dilute him. Yep. In fact, to be fair, I mean, that's what they did with this... Sony did with the third original Spider-Man is they started throwing all these characters in there and it turned into an unholy mess. Well, that's Sony's MO. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so do you think that Spider-Man, the next one, 4, if if it happens, still stand the MCU and it's Spider-Man at a street level? And Kingpin well, may be the bad guy and maybe you can have if, Daredevil in there too. I that would imagine would be if, good. if that's what Marvel wants, then that's what, Mar- what will happen. Because I don't think so. so- Sony, Sony, Sony can be dickheads when it comes to this stuff. Well, yeah, but so can Marvel. I think Marvel. Yeah, but will Marvel's just ref- got a better track record than Sony does. Yeah, but I think Marvel would just basically refuse to play ball until Sony comes into their wheelhouse. Oh, I agree. I think that is what's yeah. happening. So I don't think I don't think it will happen until it, it's satisfactory to Marvel in some way. Now the problem is, um, the other rumor in this article is, is that Sony's desperate to get this movie off the ground. Um, and Kevin Feige is saying, well, I don't have time to do it, um, which we've talked about. We, we know he's spread too thin. Well, uh, they've saying, also, it looks like, according to the slate of upcoming movies, it looks like they've trimmed back a lot of movies. Yeah. Like Blade is not even on the schedule at the moment. Yeah. But, but that's presumably because they're trying to reorganize themselves, and that's going to involve Kevin Feige as well. Yes. Um, you know, they've got, a, they've got a returned head of the studio at Disney, and he's saying, "Look, this, you know, this attrition of the goodwill that Marvel's had needs to stop." Now he's got his own views on how to do that, which is stop all the TV, um, do less of the universe stuff. But then here's the worrying thing: is one of the one of the other rumors in this article is that um, they don't want to release Spider-Man until they've got stuff in it that's going to link link into the next Avengers movie because Spider-Man's going to lead the next Avengers movie. Now, I don't have a problem necessarily with with Spider-Man leading the next Avengers movie, but I think they do need to move away from this, you know, everything in the universe got to, got to service everything else and do more standalone movies. And, you know, we've just been talking about, they're talking about, bringing spider-man that back down to street street level and then in one movie they're going to make him the leader of the avengers yeah yeah well and and you know spider-man in the comics has never been the leader of the avengers no never no? he's joined uh, the avengers uh, before but he yeah he doesn't fit in well with the no no exactly so and and it's like avengers what avengers do you have right now we don't we they don't, don't have any they don't have an Avengers. <laughs> yeah. It kind of blew the Avengers. Yep. So maybe not do the Avengers. I, I Or don't. save it Look, until there's a reason to. Yeah, exactly. 
um, you know, build the team back up very slowly with some standalone movies. And the only thing that they have in common is post credit scenes. It worked extremely well. Yeah. In the past. And and also do we need, I I mean, I I question this point. Do we need another Avengers movie? Absolutely. Not right now. No. Do we need another one? That's what I mean right now. I think they've just, they've just, well, uh, define right now. Well, a year in the next in the next few years, yeah. Yes, I, we I, do. I think. Well, it depends. depends Four years. How many years we're talking about? Four years. Do we need, I don't know whether we need one in three years. I think that's a a tough ask. How long did it take for Phase One to end with Ten the Avengers years. movie? Yeah, so maybe that's the sort of time scales we should be looking. When's at. When's the last Avenger movie? When did it come out? Two. Twenty nineteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen. Right. Right. So, we got so to, so we're, we're five years away right now, dude. Yeah, five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, I, I would argue they've kind of screwed up the last five years. So uh, I would say they screwed up the last year and a half. Okay. Um, in terms of going to the Avengers, but the, the but they've done trying, nothing to build up a new Avengers team at all. No, no, exactly. And but and the point I'm trying I'm trying to make here is is that they've got other things on their plate that are also big teams that they could play with. They've got the X Men coming. And Fantastic they've got, Four. They've just just cast all four of the Fantastic Four. Um, that's a conversation I think we need to have. Um, well, let's talk so, about it. Let's talk about Fantastic yeah, Four. Why, uh, what, but what I don't understand is if you've got the Fantastic Four, who, let's face it, a very very abused set of characters in in movie history. Yeah, there's never been a good Fantastic Four movie. No, they've um, all sucked. Yeah, exactly. So now they want to do it right. Um, why not devote your energies to putting your Marvel characters around the Fantastic Four rather than necessarily doing the Avengers? Um, I think that you could do both. Um, I would. It depends on the Fantastic Four because, you know, Marvel announcing it released a picture, a, a cartoon, yeah. if you will, and it clearly depicts the Fantastic Four in the '60s. So my guess is, it starts in the '60s. And then they jump forward because they can't have the Avengers were the first big superhero team, right? Yeah. You can't have, well, oh, by the way, there was some guys in the sixties too, right. that we never well, ever talked well, that, about. Doesn't make that's, any the sense. Po- that's the point. I, I mean, that, that's, that was immediately my question is that if you want to have an origin story for the fantastic four, how do you do that in the existing Marvel continuity? The moment they get powers, they, they go to the forward. They, yeah, half the movie takes place in the 60s. They're building their rocket and blah, 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 blah. Uh, they get their powers. When they come back, it's 2026. Ah, so now so, they're, so the, now they're so, so, super right, powered, so the, dealing with that, and they're out of time. Ah, uh, right. Okay, I, I get That would I be can, interesting. I, yeah, uh, that I can understand. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, the, the accident that gives them their powers also throws them forward in time at the same time. Yeah. Rather than them getting their powers do something in the 60s and then ending falling through time correct okay yeah to me that makes more sense so let's look at the cast number one mr fantastic pedro pascal now look i love the guy (laughs) my only concern here is i'm getting a little burned out by him yeah he's in too many big things now and and the question, the, I mean, there's two things with that. First of all is he's kind of recognizable. So yeah. what can they do to him 
to make him look like Reed Richards without you immediately. They thinking, don't. They don't need to make him look exactly like the company. No, I, Reed I, Richards. but what I'm saying is you have to you have to buy him as, as immediately as Reed Richards. I would. I could do not that. Not as Pedro Pascal playing Reed Richards. I, I could. I could totally look. He's a different guy in Game of Thrones than he is in The Mandalorian than he is yeah. in uh, The Last of Us. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. He's got the chops. I'm not. I'm not uh, worried about that. I, I mean, but he's got a certain look to him that I'm not sure. Well, certainly, it, I, I didn't think it kind of fits with Reed Richards and this, um, this cartoon picture they did with the, uh, with the actors kind of as the cartoon thing didn't really convince me on that either. I look at it and I go, oh, <laughs> it's a guy from The Last of Us in the Fantastic Four costume. So. I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I've got a, I've got a vague, vague concern about that, but, um, you know, there's time to deal with that. I, I, I um, don't have a concern about it. My only concern is I think he's a little overexposed. I would rather of them. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think, yeah, I think we're arguing the same point from yeah. two different perspectives yeah. here. Yeah. Now, the guy they got to play the thing. Uh, I don't know if you know much about him. I don't know if you've watched the bear. No, I haven't. So the bear is uh, two seasons so far about this small restaurant in Chicago. Yeah. And this guy plays his cousin, who's always kind of screwing things up. He's not very responsible. The acting is, the bear is a fantastic. And each season is very small, like five episodes, six episodes. Uh, It's very much a BBC type of schedule for this. Mm-hmm. But the writing is just amazing. The acting is so good. Everything about the show is just... It's one of those shows that when you watch it, you're amazed that it's not as big as it could it should be. It's it's that good. Yeah. But you kind of hope it doesn't get too big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he is a fantastic actor, and I've seen him in other things. And I could totally see him as the thing. I, I have no problem with that. Joseph Quinn is... Yeah. I don't know. I can't see this kid as Johnny Storm. You know, Johnny Storm is supposed to be a very good looking guy. All the women seem to love him. He's carefree to a point where he's kind of a danger sometimes to the other team because he screws up. Um, I I, I don't know. I I just don't know. I I, I mean, I kind of get the impression here that what they're trying to do is they're trying to um, they're trying to do the the Fantastic Four as slightly older than we used to? Yeah, um, you know. So Johnny Storm is is typically portrayed as being like his you know his mid twenties kind of that you know sort of thing. Whereas um, whereas these actors are older than that. So I wonder if I don't know. I mean, like maybe what they're going to do is actually not have the origin story and have them from a different universe where they're already established as the team. Um, and they're older and they're a bit more mature. Yeah, because um, Sue Storm is Vanessa Kirby. She was born in '88, yeah. so she's yeah. not a young teenager either. No. Um, which, to be honest with you, again, I, I, this is Vanessa Kirby was the one uh, pick. I thought, yeah, I can see that. If you want an older Sue Storm, you know, um, she's a really good actress. She's well, yeah, she's great. She's been in The Crown. Um, she's been in a few different um, things. She, Mission she is Impossible, I think. Yeah, she is an excellent actress, but you know, yeah, she's most definitely a lady in her thirties, not um, a lady in her twenties. Right. Um, and obviously, Pedro Pascal is of a is of an older age as well. I think they're 
they're kind of trending up in the age on this so um which i yeah i, I mean thinking back to the to the fantastic four movies that went previously not the um the standalone one but the, the one that there was a pair yeah i think one of the problems with that was that um you know some of the uh some of the acts in the hat were just too young for the roles you know we we've seen chris evans wasn't wasn't great in his early career and then got very good um jessica alba has never been in my mind a particularly strong actress but i think she came over as a bit too young for the um she's uh, uh, she, sue storm's meant to be the glue that kind of sorts yeah. out the <laughs> the three odd men in the fantastic four and i never really bought jessica alba as being able to do that um you know, so um, I actually thought that Michael Chiklis, the guy from The Shield who did, um, the, thing. did the thing, I thought he was pretty good in those. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, you just wonder with this, then maybe they are going to go have them older. It's difficult because we have absolutely no idea how they're going to approach this uh, this team. We also don't know who the bad story. guy is. And they've yeah. said it's not going to be Dr. Doom. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Does it need a bad guy? Uh, maybe. Couldn't maybe the Fantastic not. Four first movie is just about them getting their powers landing in the future and coping? Could be. I mean, it would be a It'd bit be of refreshing. A, yeah, it would, and it would be interesting to see. You know, all of a sudden you've got these powers. You think, wow, we are we're a superhero team. Yeah, what an amazing thing! And then you land up in a future where <laughs> the place is awash with superheroes, right? And has dealt with big world-changing events and you it's just like oh you're just and, another set and of reed guys. richards this brilliant scientist is you know 60 years out past of out of date yeah yeah so if you're if you're a certified genius and you jump ahead look just think about right now someone right now in their late 30s the most brilliant guy on earth right because that's who reed richards is yeah. You jump that guy ahead 60 years. How much is his brilliant? I mean, he, yeah. How much is it validated by Yeah, the, I mean, the, the advances the, in know, technology the, and 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 already we're it we you know, we in the in the 50s and the 60s. Um, you know, a lot of the major scientific theories are kind of if they weren't established, they were on their way. Yep. Um, and particularly some very, very important stuff around quantum mechanics and everything was starting to be properly understood. But back then, there was enough, there was so little known about many things that you could feasibly, if you were good enough, learn enough about everything to be kind of one of these polymath scientists yes. that these genius guys in the comics are meant to be. Yep. Today, it is not like that. No. There is so much so many different detailed science. And, yeah, it's, it's you have to understand that for you to be able to understand everything, um, which is what which is the way these characters are often uh, often depicted, is literally impossible. Imagine half the movie as Pascal is the you know the world's come to him for all these answers and stuff, and he wants to get to space. He wants to be at that cutting edge, right? Um, and then go ahead forward sue is the one that's kind of holding everyone together because that's kind of her superpower hmm. um johnny storm is infatuated with the new world the way people dress and the women and 
he is, you know, oh my God. And of course they get kind of popular right away because they show up with powers and they're not hiding their identity or anything. So he's very popular with the women and he's, he loves the future. This is amazing. Um, the thing, Ben Grimm is trapped in this stone body basically. So he's very depressed and he wants to be cured of this. And he's got to be very careful with his power because he can literally just knock a building over if he's not too careful. And then the guy that's supposed to be the leader of the Fantastic Four is feeling very antiquated. Yeah. He has to come to terms with maybe he's not the smartest guy in the world anymore. And how does he ask people for help? He doesn't even know the questions to ask right now. I think that would make a great movie where you don't need a big villain that they all can rally, you know, oh, we got to go beat this guy up now, you know? I think that would yeah. be great. They'll yeah, never do that. They'll never do that. <laughs> I was going to say, because how do you have a big third act CG fight if you don't have a villain? Yeah, well, I don't think because you need a big, you don't I need agree. a big fight. I I think it would be fascinating to do the Fantastic Four as a character piece, you know? literally as a character piece with virtually no powers in it at all i think that would be a very very interesting take um but i don't know whether disney has the guts to try and pull that off they don't right it's too bad too because i think what i just described would be a great movie yeah you know set these characters up humanize them all everybody would have their favorite fantastic four you know character um and then on the next one, that's when you introduce, you know, Galagos or Doctor Doom or whatever. But yeah. they've done Doom dirty well, and so well, they, it, he's done, never well, been, like, done right. I, I suspect the reason that they want, don't want to do either Doom or Galactus is because they've done both of them already. That, it was both bad. It was both bad. And that, now I, I did hear a rumor that they were talking about having a female Silver Surfer. Yeah, they backed away from that already. It was, right, was going to okay. be the woman who did that chess movie. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and, and I, Tyler Joy. Yeah. I actually was like, that might be pretty cool. Yeah. Because she's got that otherworldly beauty that if you wrap her in a little bit of CGI all silver and kind of yeah. detached from humanity... I think she could pull that off brilliantly. Yeah, absolutely. But but the problem is, is you can't do the Silver Surfer without doing Galactus, and um, you know. Yeah. Here yeah, we go been, again. Been and done. Here we go again. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and I think also as well, and, and one of the, one of the problems I think the Marvel continuity has is that there's there's so many. We've just seen this with Echo. There's so many characters in Marvel who actually, because of the way Marvel came together with different comics that were merged in and different ideas and some blatant rip-offs and what have you, there are a lot of characters that are very similar. And I think if you did um, if you did Galactus the way that Galactus is done in the comics rather than the m- weird thing they did in the second Fantastic yeah. Four movie, um, you know, the planet-devouring black hole type thing, um, but if you did him like the, like in the comics, then people are going to go, oh, well, isn't isn't this like the Eternals? Because the, <laughs> the um, thing in the I Eternals, think they'd be more like, isn't this kind of a Thanos guy, but not as yeah. cool? Yeah, but, you know, the, the pointy helmet and everything yeah. is very Eternals-esque. Yeah, I think they're um, I know, basically not I know not a lot of people remember the Eternals, the Eternals but... <laughs> yeah, just bad. Um, let's move on. The trailer for... I, I've never played the game. Borderlands. I know it's extremely popular. Yeah. Never played it. 
I, I'm I suck at those kind of games because fourteen year olds have way better reflexes. So and there's no as far as I can tell, anyways, there's no kind of play by yourself type of thing. It's yeah, there a big, is. Is there? Yeah, there is. I've I've played the, I've played the first one by myself. Uh, the problem I had with it, it's don't get me wrong, it's a really great game. Um, the problem I had with it is it, it's kind of a, a roguelite shooter. So the idea is is that you, as as much like you do in Diablo, even though it's in 3D, as you go around killing, you know, doing missions and what have you, you get more loot that allows you to get better weapons and that sort of thing. And then when you die, you can get res- resurrected with that stuff. And so you kind of grind your way to get better and better. I got gotcha. you. Problem, yeah, the problem is, is that I did not get into the grind mechanic properly. So I, it, that if you don't get, if you don't kind of grok it in my view, it becomes very tiresome very quickly, um, and that's what happened to me on the first Borderlands. But I have to say that the um, the universe it's set in is really kind of cool. Um, it's got that kind of sci-fi Mad Max type thing going on, yeah, um, with a very heavy smattering of cosmic Guardians of the Galaxy to it. Well, when uh, you watch the trailer. I, I was getting Mad Max meets Guardians of the Galaxy vibes big time. Yeah. And and I think this is what they're gonna go for. And um, Which by the way I'm a fan of. I'm I'm yeah, for that. I, Let's I, do it. From from what I saw in this trailer, I think they might pull this off. I mean it is very Guardians esque in the, the only you know, problem you, I have with the trailer is Kevin Hart. I'm I, I'm so done with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah, well Well whoever yeah. said he's a good actor or he deserves uh, all these roles. He's not he's not very funny, number one. Number two, he has no range from what I've seen. I've never seen him do anything that's not funny or that's not Kevin Hart. Yeah. So maybe this is the role that he has a breakout in. Um, I kind of doubt it, but we'll see. It looks good, though. I'm I'm excited about this movie. Didn't Kevin Hart do a couple of more serious action spy movies where he wasn't the comedian? Yeah, maybe that maybe that's what he's trying to transition to here. But the thing is, they've got you know a, a. Apart from Kevin Hart, all the casting looks really on point. Yep. Kate um, Blanchett looks it, amazing. Kate, yeah, exactly. She's like the the leader of the, or the one who assembles this team. Um, it is very Guardians Guardians esque, right? Right back to the you know the seventies ELO track they use as the uh, music yep. background music. Um, you know, it, it it it's very much like that. The uh, the world they go to is uh, kind of like that. It's full of these you know r- Ravager style people who they have to fight and kill the um they've got this huge MacGuffin about this vault that's hidden on this planet that's the plot of the game they've got jack black as the comedy robot which um you know looks like it's going to be pretty funny um i i you know it might be terrible but it from the trailer mate it made it look really kind of interesting and um yeah i'm you know, down yeah. i'm gonna watch it uh, yeah, uh, perhaps a little bit derivative, but it's derivative of things that we've probably had and not not had enough of. So, you know, yeah, I'm down for it. Um, last thing before we get into our season two bracket here, I'm not quite done with the last episode. I've got like half of it left. Ten episodes or eight eight episodes, whatever it is. The live action Avatar on Netflix. Mm. I've never been a anime guy. Yep. And I saw the Avatar movie that came out like a decade ago or something, and it was atrocious. It was just terrible. This, I don't know if you've watched any of it, but it's... And I've I've seen people, like, blasting it, like, oh, my God, see, they did exactly what we were afraid they were going to do. I don't know if these people are freaking talking about. This is really good. Is the acting perfect? No, there's some characters that's like, yeah, it's a little hokey. But all in all... 
um, I, I'm really, really digging it. So uh, just before I sat down to do the show, um, Leanne put her head around the door and she said, make sure you talk about Avatar because I've watched the whole thing and it's awesome. Yeah. So you that's haven't her seen view it? on it. That's her yeah. view on I, it. I haven't seen... Well, so I saw some of the original cartoon. Yeah. I know... I know I'm 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 familiar with the with the the overall story. Yeah. So for uh, those who don't know, the yeah. story of Avatar is there's basically uh, four kingdoms, if you will, and each one has um, people who can control either fire, earth, water, or the air. Yeah. And because of the diversity, they're always kind of at each other's throats. But there's one person who is reborn. As different people, but still, it's it's the same person, if you will. Um, and he is called the Avatar. And with training, he he's born into different kingdoms, and it kind of works as yeah. a clock. Um, he can control all aspects, and yeah. he's the one that kind of keeps the peace. Yeah, and and so he's 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 kind of like a supernatural Dalai Lama. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the plot of this is that, that actually the Fire Nation are, are subjugating everybody else. They've virtually wiped out all the air people, and um, and he is he which is been, called the Airbenders. Been, yeah, uh, and and yeah, the Avatar who's been lost, um, and and nobody thinks he's going to come again. Hundred years. Is, is, yeah, is found uh, and revived, and yeah, he is an Airbender, and he struggles. He's only a kid, struggles to deal with what's happened to his people. Um, and uh, his role in that, and then at the same time has to then go on a venture, develop his powers, and become the true avatar. Uh, and it's you know it's a classic cartoon. I think one of the reasons people are dinging on it is because you know it's just fanboys going, well, yeah, well that the, the, you can't break canon is what they're basically saying. They're saying you can't change anything from the cartoon. Yeah. But it's like, well, what's the point of redoing it then if you're yeah. going to not going to change anything and refusing to accept that actually sometimes things move on um sensibilities change and also you're doing it live action so maybe some of the stuff you did in the comic the 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 cartoon was very um it was it wasn't a real anime but it was very anime inspired so there's an awful lot of the kind of the japanese style stuff you see in these cartoons you know the the kind of the the weird reactions and yeah. um, the, the slightly odd things that happen in the cartoon that you just say, hey, what was the point of that? And, and obviously for the live action series, they've stripped a lot of that away. Um, and they went with more character building so we can really, yeah. and yeah. I, I'll be honest, dude, it's just really, really good. Yeah. I, and I hope I'm they don't listen to these critics out there. They're like, Oh, you got to make it more like the cartoon because that yeah. shit doesn't work in live action. Yeah. Because none of that matters if you don't care about the characters. Well, yeah, I think I think the problem is is every everybody has to allow these things to live on their own. You know, they don't have to be identical. I mean, I, look at look at Battlestar Galactica when they found oh, well, Starbucks going to be a chick that's going to be terrible and all that sort of thing, and it ended up being awesome, and it also ended up being something completely different from the original show, and it was good. And everyone enjoyed it for what it is. And, and nobody now goes, oh, well, you know, they should have stuck to the original format. This is exactly the same sort of thing. Let it be what it is, a different take on the same universe. Um, you know, and if it's good, and this is good, then let it just let it be good. And don't worry too much about, you know, nobody, the pro- 
Everyone seems to think, oh, well, if there's a new live action, then nobody will ever go back and watch the original cartoon. It's just like the one does not cancel out the other. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they can exist side by side as different and related things without necessarily destroying each other. So you know, that's my advice. Only, as only, well rule, as, only, yeah. only the rule boys think that. Yeah. So that's my advice as well as uh, Leanne. David's wife, yeah. who's much smarter than David, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so, yeah. Go, well, go she is, because she's already watched it, and I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into season two of our movie bracket here. Um, I'm going to quickly go through our competitors, and then we'll go through the first couple brackets or something here. Um, so number one, we've got from 2005, Sin City, going up against 2012's Marvel's The Avengers. We have Men in Black from 1997. A lot of people probably didn't realize that that is coming from a comic book. Going against uh, uh, 2008's Iron Man. Kind of know where that's going. The 2003 Daredevil movie against Superman 2 from 1980. (laughs) Wow. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. That was the very first guys in costume, you know, uh, against... And again, this is one that maybe... Some people listening might not remember this movie or ever seen it. Uh, 1994's The Crow, which was a comic book. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's yeah. son, started in that. And actually, well, we'll get into that. Uh, yeah. 2009, The Watchmen against Thor 2011. That's a good one. Yeah. Zack Snyder versus Kenneth Branagh. 2002, Spider Man. This so is kind the of. This Toby McGuire. Yeah. Against yeah. Uh, Green Lantern 2011. Hellboy 2004 against oh this is a good Mystery one Men. Wow. Mystery Men from 1999 wow. that's a that is a tough that's a tough, tough one bracket. and let's go to yeah. the last one is going to be Wanted um, which I really well 2008 against 300 from 300. 2006 which again is a comic book so yeah I think this is a good one yeah definitely it's a lot harder than the last one. I think so. So let's move on to the first couple here. We've got Sin City against the Avengers. Now, let's focus on Sin City for a minute. Sin City, the comic book, was Frank Miller, and it was brilliant. It's mm. such a good comic book. I don't know. Did you ever read Sin City? I didn't Didn't read it, no. Um, the art style in this movie, a lot of people hated you know, it's very that black and white. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of black and white, colorized, um, smattered with a bit of Tron. So some of the some of the color kind of glows. Um, but it's that's very, what very, it looked like in the comic yeah, books. They didn't very do stylized. Color yeah, they I, they had I, a lot of black and red and. Yeah, know. I don't. I to be honest with you, I don't. I never had a. I didn't have a problem with the the look of Sin City. I thought it was fine. Uh, and no, it had it a was, really good cat. Look, Mickey yeah. Rourke as Marv was just Marv. I was wondering when they first said they were going to make a Sin City movie. I'm like, to, who are they going to get to play Marv? Because yeah. he's such a a force of nature. He could take so much punishment. Uh, at his core, he's a good man, but everyone is terrified of him. Yeah. Um. He, he he's so imposing. And they said Mickey Rourke, and this is before I realized Mickey Rourke had looked like he lifted weights and got hit by a truck 20 times. 
was brilliant casting. He was 100% Marv in this movie. Well, you know, here's the thing about Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke uh, was a great actor who made some terrible choices in his life. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, snorted far too much stuff up his nose. And it kind of screwed him up. Um, he was so brilliant, he the was, wrestler. He was a bit of a tragedy, really. And this was kind of his Robert Downey Jr. moment. It, it really was. That, yeah. Uh, and, you know, except that it, it didn't turn him back into a star because as you say he still looked like he'd been hit in the face with a frying pan a few well, i don't know times. he's 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 gone on to do i mean look he was in iron man 2 and yeah he did really good um i think the movie I, the wrestler is his best movie uh, well yeah I, what i would say is he started making much better choices after this uh and uh you know he clearly is not I, I clearly he's clearly a man who chooses his projects carefully after some of the disasters he made in his early early career and yeah. uh, that means he hasn't worked that much but the stuff he's done is really good uh, alexander and i still frequently say to each other i want my boyd yes <laughs> uh bruce willis is in this um and he just plays bruce willis he doesn't yeah. really to be fair though the role in the comic that he plays um isn't isn't that interesting he's yeah. way overshadowed by marv uh, and I have to say, I mean, <laughs> I've just, I spent the first half of this podcast dissing Jessica Alba's skills as an actress, but she was really good in it. She was really good in it. Yeah. <laughs> I still never buy her as a blonde, though. She doesn't have no. the complexion to be a blonde. She yeah, looks way but, better with her natural hair. But, you know, it it didn't, it, I mean, in Sin City, the fact that somebody looks like they've dyed their hair doesn't really matter, does it? Right, so. no. Uh, yeah. Rosario Dawson, who's, she's great, yeah. you yeah. know. Um, Clive, I never bought as Dwight. No, D- Dwight. No, Dwight's a lot smaller than him. And yeah. but I will say though, all in all, this is a, a great cast. This is a really good movie for those who have yeah. haven't seen it or it. Look, it's an eight out of 10 on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes yeah. is a 76 Metacritic's a 74. This came out in 2005, remember? So this is almost 20 years old. I, I think I think yeah. one of the problems with Sin City is if you don't know the source material, it's a little bit odd. Yes. <laughs> well, quite a lot odd. It was definitely um, made for the people who read the comics. Yeah. Um, but having said that, it's... I mean, so you spend... I have somebody who didn't really know the comic. I knew of it, but I'd never read it. I spent the first half an hour kind of feeling a bit uncomfortable thinking i don't really like this yes and then i kind of got into it and then by the end i thought oh wow that was really good well the but guy it, who wrote very, and very, drew the comic book was frank miller and he directed yeah. co-directed it which yeah. means robert rodriguez really directed it, but frank miller was there um <laughs> it, let's offering, be honest offering notes yes <laughs> but let's face it robert rodriguez is also an amazing director but so, he's had some um, stinkers too but well, i, I yeah. gotta give it up sin city is a great movie yeah but it's going against the frickin' Avengers, man. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we've said it before. You know, the Avengers was like the first... It was the first real comic book movie. I know we'd had the stuff before, but it was the first one where you had them all there. It's more than uh, that, David. It's the first one that I didn't think they could make. Yeah. I really didn't think they could make an Avengers movie. And not only that, they overreached immensely in this. Yeah. Because you'd have thought... If they're going to do the Avengers, the first one that that it you know it would be, you know table stakes. It would not be saving the world. 
and and the first half of the movie you kind of think okay that's how they're going loki's back and uh, he's up to something and all of that you know and then the second half of the movie all of a sudden they roll out the heli heli carrier and you think no they're not going to do the heli carrier and then they do the heli carrier and then everything kind of revolves around what goes on after that is just and it becomes literally a fight to save the earth in the middle of new york yeah um you know um they they find somebody finally figures out how to use the hulk properly yes um they they recast the hulk into somebody who just knocked the uh the performance out of the park that you could tell he um, wanted to be the hulk too yeah wasn't and, trying and to make a as, statement piece yeah, or some bullshit and also as well you know they sensibly use the character in that you know so he's he's a super scientist so him and tony stark get along great yeah and uh they start working together and um yeah all the kind of the rough edges of the team start getting being pushed together they very naturally bring in um characters you barely seen in previous movies like black widow and hawkeye um it just it just worked. It worked. It really did just work. Yeah. And um I know Josh Wheaton and all the prompts he had, but I don't know if anybody else would have made this movie like this and made it no. work this well. Yeah. And Josh Wheaton was known to work with large ensembles. Yeah, and he was also known to polish scripts so that you had the smart Alec comments and yep. Uh, the uh, that's where all that came from, the characters and, and the, that sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah, this is I think before he kind of I mean, apparently he just, when it got to Age of Ultron, he he just kind of lost it. Well, yeah, Um, I mean, you can only do that so much, that kind of pressure. So I think we're we're in agreement, Avengers moves on. Uh, I I think so, I mean... As as much as I I love love Sin Sin City, City. Sin City would have gone farther in the bracket if it wouldn't have gone against the Avengers right at the beginning. Next one, um, man... Say what you... This is Men in Black from 1997 against Iron Man. Let's be honest. Iron Man's going to win this. Uh, well, you know what? I'm not so sure. I'm really not so sure. Because I think Men in Black is also almost a perfect movie. I, I agree. I, I agree I, with I, you. I Because, first of all, with Men in Black, I think they never should have made any of the sequels. No, it should have been a one and done. It was... it Because to me, it's a perfect story. The idea that... Um, but is this movie dragged down by it, what comes after it? I don't think so. I don't I think don't, so. Either. No, I don't think so. Because I'm looking at Will Smith just is Men in this, Black on its own. Yeah, Will Smith a is a cop who He's, encounters an alien and yeah. it freaks him out, yeah. and he is and, asked to apply to join the Men in Black. Tommy Lee yeah. Jones is the perfect character for this role. Stoic, been there, done that. Not impressed with Will Smith. Um, yeah, he's seen it all. Devoted to the job. Yep. Humorless. Humorless. Um, you know, uh, used to dealing with... And plays uh, off Will Smith's exuberant young black guy brilliantly. Exactly. Yeah. Just... And, and then the way it was done as well is is that you could have done this... And I, I wonder I wonder what pressure there was to do this as a, just a typical action movie. And instead, they made this a very, very smart comedy. Yep. Where they basically is very self-aware about how ridiculous the whole idea of the Men in Black is. And, they, and the idea, for those who haven't seen, the idea is is that uh, aliens live on Earth and have for uh, a very long in, time under, under a, uh, a galactic agreement, and the Men in Black are there to make sure they don't misbehave. 
uh, and make and the, many black the have humans to, forget that they saw anything. Yeah, well, yeah, to to because they say that the humans wouldn't be able to deal with it, so it's it's all kept. Which secret. is true. Yeah. We couldn't. Yeah, and and so and they obviously they have access to the alien to alien technology, and they know all about the alien species and everything. And somebody somebody on the planet decides to break the rules, and um, Will Smith Will Smith is on his first case as as a man in black is. Um, is on that is on that case with Tommy Lee Jones to try and put a stop to it. It's a fantastic movie. It also has from the guy who currently plays Kingpin, yep. Vincent D'Onofrio, one of the all-time great alien monster performances. It's so funny. It's not. I don't. He's playing it for funny, even though it's not meant. No, to he's be not funny. playing it's meant it for to be funny. terrifying. He's playing <laughs> it straight. Yeah, in a funny but role. It, in the context, it yes. becomes funny because he's meant to be an alien who's taken. I quote it all the body. time with, "That's better." You guys don't hear <laughs> yeah. that on the podcast, but when David and I sometimes are having yeah. problems, "That's better." Yeah. <laughs> and he pulls his face back to make it tighter. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a great movie. It really it is. is. It is, and it has some incredibly. Um, you know, incredibly funny scenes. The uh, the alien birthing scene. Oh my is god! Really funny. Doing great, <laughs> slick. Yeah, the thing with the tiny gun. Yes. <laughs> you know, everyone else the walking cricket. around with these huge blasts of things, and then giving him this tiny gun. The cricket, and then it turns out to be really, really powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a great movie. Let's let's yeah. not sugarcoat it. But Iron yeah. Man. Well, the difference so is here's the thing. It, here's the thing. Men in Black is a great movie. Iron Man is a seminal piece did did, did men in black have the effect on the movie industry the way iron man did no no it no it well maybe i think i think it introduced more laughs into sci-fi movies than maybe we'd had before but then so did iron man yes to an to an extent i i mean when you find out how they made iron man that they were changing scenes hours before they filmed it where it was, you know, the director and the actors and they're riffing and they're yeah. like, no, let's do this instead. And they didn't know where a lot of this was going to go. They, it was yeah. more guerrilla filming than anything else. And as good as Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones is in Men in Black, they can't touch the perfect yeah. casting of right. so, Robert so Downey I've, Jr. as Tony Stark. I mean, holy... I accept... Yeah, I accept all of that, but but the, there are a couple of problems I had with Iron Man. I thought that um, Obadiah Stone, Obadiah Stone, whatever his name, Stone yeah. was. I I I didn't didn't enjoy the character. I didn't buy the uh, oh he's going to build the big suit at the end. I didn't really enjoy the final fight very much. I will say that um, that's true. Yeah, the the final yeah. battle between those two, the third act isn't great. No. Um, Everything leading up to it is, and then the ending yeah. is great. Yeah, the yeah the I they I felt they whiffed the ending, and it was the beginning of a long history of weak Marvel villains. Um, so, and, but this I, also started the after credit scenes that leads to something different. Yeah, I know, but but I I think I, I you shouldn't really look at other films in the bracket, but I'm going to here. I think if you've got if you've got the Avengers higher up, yeah. I don't. 
I don't think you can then also take Iron Man through with with the problems it has. We've got the standard we've set. Yeah, but we got to look at know. Men in Black against Iron Man. That's yeah, I know. You can't say who's going to make a better competitor. Well, I, down. but but we've just said the Iron Man for all it for all it brought and for what incredible performance it had and everything. Yeah, it had a weak third act, and Men in Black doesn't. So I, I'd be inclined to go with Men in Black on this one. Man, or at I'm, least I'm torn because I really like I, I really like Men in Black a lot. I really do. And I'm thinking yeah. if both of them are on. Here, the problem with that analogy, though, if they're both on, Men in Black is 11 years older, right? No, but it still holds up. But I've seen yeah. it. I think I've probably seen Men in Black more than I've seen Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that. But yeah, I haven't but seen Men in Black in a long time now. It's been probably five years since I've watched it. I, I've got to be honest. If both of them were on, I would definitely watch Men in Black over Iron Man. I, I'm gonna really you know what? Watch, and it's because I can't of believe that I'm saying act. this. I, I can't say I, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but Men in Black's moving on. Yep. Yeah. I wow. Can, I can live with that. Next one's not going to be as difficult for us, David. <laughs> 2003 Daredevil, which was um, Ben Affleck. Yeah. Against arguably one of the best superhero movies of all time, Superman 2. As much as I like Superman, look, Superman and Superman 2 were actually filmed at the same time. They were, but there was a lot of um, directorial shenanigans that went on, and Superman 2 was heavily recut because they fell out with (laughs) with Richard Donner, the director of Superman 1. So um, they actually brought in a stunt director to finished superman 2 uh, and then they heavily re-edited it from what he originally had but it was originally designed to be well it was filmed as two parts of the same coin yep and they do feel that way yeah usually the second movie isn't as good as the first movie empire strikes back would argue against that um uh, i i would say superman 2 argues against that I, well that's what i was gonna get to a better superman movie than the first one but superman the first superman movie is almost a perfect superhero movie for an origin story they just have the third act is a mess the third i don't act is a mess, i don't yeah. i don't buy lex Luthor as a really a credible threat against superman well i i kind of buy him as but a gene Ack- I- gene hackman was freaking brilliant in the movie he was and and i thought i thought he he did have the level of menace and danger and knowledge that you needed to have him as the adversary superman i think the problem was his plot was really stupid yeah you know it was was a land grab it it was a land grab and um which they do again in the superman returns movie well that's because superman returns was meant to be a deliberate very deliberate homage to everything in the original Superman. well it's supposed to be a continuation of that same character yeah um, you know, it's it's like, but it was a real uh, Die Hard Two moment. Is it? Yeah. How can the same stuff happen to the same guy twice? Mm-hmm. Um, but putting that aside, uh, yeah, Superman Two I thought was was a, a fantastic movie, and having eight, uh, for for eighties uh, special effects capabilities and budget, yeah, really to be able to have four Kryptonians fighting each other in the middle of New York was something. I mean, Dude, it wasn't eighties; it was seventies. Yeah. Yeah, because it came it out filmed. in 1980. Yeah, yeah. Sem- filled in 76, 77. So, so to, I mean, we've we've just praised uh, the Avengers for doing that, and they did that all the way back then. I, you know, that this is to me this, yeah, is is a. I I thought it was a much better movie than the first one. Um, I thought the characters and the way they were delivered was iconic. Yep. Um, I thought the whole 
the whole thing about you know superman wavering about whether he wants to be superman and then having to come back i thought was was a great arc um yeah i i loved it i really did and um but you know what i enjoyed not, I, I like daredevil that first movie yeah i i enjoyed daredevil actually i remember going i know to it's it panned now but i thought it was always pretty good i thought i thought it was a pretty good take on the character um i thought ben Affleck was believable as he was um, more batman than he was daredevil which yeah. is why i was excited for him to become batman i think he's he's way a yeah. better fit for that but th- there was nothing wrong with this movie no uh, well yes there was, yeah, when it there came was. out uh, i i i remember after i saw it thinking that um much as i loved um the guy who played kingpin he was a great actor. Was, we lost far too soon because he yep. died. He was the same guy who was in the Green Mile. Yep. Um, Duncan. Much as I, Michael Duncan. Much as, yeah. Much as I thought he was a great actor, I didn't like his Kingpin very much. No, it wasn't um, believable. No, it, it didn't. It didn't. Well, we've seen Kingpin yeah. done right in that you've seen a guy who, as soon as he walks into the room, everyone is terrified. Yes. Yeah. And Michael, Although, let's Michael be honest, Duncan. It, Michael Duncan walks into a room and you're going to be this guy is freaking huge i mean yeah but it, it's but it's not just the size it was it was the menace you make uh, vincent yeah. d'onofrio convinces you yes. that he could beat you to death in, yes. on a heartbeat and michael duncan, michael duncan smith really has got he's got super kind eyes yeah yeah and, and he's got um, a personality that you want to be around yeah. and for him to play the big bad just it didn't work it didn't no no um and and um I, I also uh, the way they did the Electra arc. Yeah, um, it was bad. Was bad. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so Superman two moves on. Superman two, yeah. So the next one we've got. Nineteen nineties Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was clearly made for little kids. Um, yeah. it's men in costumes. It's bad dialogue. A weak story. I would watch it more than nineteen ninety four is The Crow. The problem with the crow is it came out in the grunge area era. Um, it's very much Depeche mode. It's kind of depressing and it's just, uh, it's well, not a fun movie to watch. Well, and, the other problem with the crow is that their lead actor was shot and killed on set yep. during the And they had to finish the it without him. And they had to finish it without him. Um, and uh, I think, not i don't i think the way they actually pulled that off was okay but i think you could tell that the but you never um, watched the movie without thinking of brandon lee dies no well and and i think the people who made it it was very much in their minds when they finished it i think it it, it's all over the screen it's 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 a sad story anyway and it's made even more sad by the tragic death of an act of the lead actor on it um and who didn't who don't know he was shot by a blank uh yeah and I think Brandon Lee was going to be, he was in, I think, one or two movies before this. One was a cop movie, and there was a girl in it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but it was actually a pretty enjoyable movie. I liked it. Um, he was brilliant as the crow, though. He was so good yeah. in this movie. And he had I'm the Next Big Major Star in Hollywood written all over him. Son of Bruce Lee, had fighting yeah. skills, had a, a fantastic smile, gauging personality, I wanted to see more of him on the screen and different stuff. And yeah, it, yeah, it didn't it, happen, it obviously. Tragic. And, and you know, they, for anyone who's not seen The Crow, the idea is is that um, this guy is shot 
dead protecting his girlfriend and then he comes back as this supernatural character to inflict revenge on the criminals who did it mm-hmm. um you know it was it was an interesting take on an interesting story but i, I think it was never going to be well this movie was mainstream. all style over substance yeah exactly yeah you know so, it, i i mean we we talked we, we talked before about how men in black could have been a standard action flick for all that the you know they did a really nice job on the crow it was a standard yeah. 90s action flick you know it was that's what it was uh and um i think well certainly certainly i enjoyed the first turtles movie a lot more it was a lot of fun it was it a was fun made, movie was was made for kids but nevertheless that the, the turtles are a fun concept Oh, well, and, uh, they weren't meant to be. <laughs> if you, No, I know. I, I actually had uh, the very first edition of the second issue. I missed the first yeah. one. Uh, but uh, it was but very I'm talking about run. when they transitioned from yeah. comics to TV yeah. because they became they were a Saturday morning cartoon. They were. Yeah. And then what they did is they, they made this movie that was kind of, it wasn't quite a Saturday morning cartoon turned live action. It's about it was, as close as you can get, though, without going it, over the top. Yeah. Uh, and obviously. Wasn't you know, Sean it, Astin in it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, and obviously, you know, these things are designed to sell franchise spin-offs like toys and things like that. And and it was very, but the th- I think it was the first time nobody ever thought they could pull off a live-action Turtles movie, and they did a pretty good job. What year was that? Did that come out? Two thousand and or no, nineteen ninety. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see who's mm-hmm. in this. I'm kind of curious now because, um, oh, a bunch of people I don't know. Corey Feldman yeah. was in it. I almost don't want it to win just because of that. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> He's such a creepy weirdo. Um, yeah, I mean, there was... It, it was successful in spite of the fact that I don't know hardly any of these actors now. Yeah, well, I look, I think, to, to be fair to it, I think Turtles success, succeeded because they did a decent job on a very popular franchise at the time. Yeah. Um, I think it could have just as well if it come out a different time bombed. And let's well, face it, it, it just came out with a new one, and my sixteen-year-old went and saw it and said it was really good. So yeah, no, I've I've got it to watch, and yeah. apparently it is really good. But they've gone back to doing animated, haven't they? Yeah, or it's it's stop motion animation rather than. Um, I'm not sure or, what it is. Regardless, it, 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 it's really good. It looks like stop motion. It's not really stop motion because everything's CG now, but it looks like stop motion. Yeah. Just the same way this Lego movie looked like stop motion, Lego and wasn't. Um, I don't but, think the crow uh, holds up over time. I think that it was a product of yeah. its time and but, even but a couple there, years here's after. Here's the interesting it thing. I think, I, think, I think the Turtles is the same. I don't think um, so. I think the Turtles have actually. If you showed a little kid, a 10 year old, that movie now, they would enjoy it. I, I, if you I showed you. a nineteen-year-old who's in Depeche Mode right now, The Crow, I don't think they would like it. Mm. Fair enough. I, I, I think the turtles have a way better lasting power than The Crow will ever have. I yeah. I I wonder if that's because of the franchise rather than the movie. But, but the I'll franchise, well, but the franchise continues because of the popularity of it. They, yeah, you, these these characters are so popular that you can screw up a couple of times and it's still going to continue. And they can continuously I, I, reboot it, and it just works. I suppose so, and uh, like I said, I I don't care enough about the crow to argue against it. No, so. me neither. I, I look if they're both on right now, I'd rather watch the turtles. Uh, absolutely, yeah. yes. So there you go. So that is our um, battles this week: Avengers, Men in Black, Superman Two, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 
move on. On the next episode, we'll have another uh, round. We're going to have Watchmen going against Thor. First Spider-Man movie against Green Lantern, which is better than most people remember. I will argue that right now. If you go yeah. back and watch that Green Lantern movie, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, I know it's it's popular, you know, but um, Hellboy 2004, good movie against oh Mystery Man, dude. Listen, if anybody uh, out there has never watched Mystery Men, go and watch go it watch before it. next time because it's an underrated classic. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Wanted, which I really enjoyed, and I don't. Yeah. And this was this came out in two thousand eight when I was kind of done with Angeline Jolene, whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, against three hundred, which is another one of these Frank Miller because that was a Frank Miller co- uh, movie, just like Sin City. Um, yep. And it came out the next year. Um, it's easy to make fun of now, but when it first came out, it was pretty fucking kick-ass. So yeah. we've got more good stuff coming up a couple weeks from now. We hope you guys are listening yeah. to our other show, Tech Fan, um, on that episode uh, last week. You know, tragedy struck my vehicle, and we're going to talk about what the replacement is. Yes, I have replaced it. I'm not fixing it. Uh, we'll yeah. talk about that on the next Tech Fan, so make sure you guys tune in for that. And, uh, David, I will see you then. See you then.